Hi everyone and welcome to 21 Questions, the podcast where we tackle 21 questions about life, faith and Christianity in about 20 minutes during 2021. Yeah, fantastic. My name is Rich Jones. I'm a pastor at Living Rock Church. I've been a pastor there for about 16 years. And this is my friend and colleague, Mike Shooter. I'm actually on the reverse. I have to do that. <laughs> um, who's been part of the leadership team with us for the last uh, 10 years at Living Rock Church. Yeah, and the, basically the reason we want to do this podcast, the reason we want to chat together and discuss these things together is because questions are a huge part of life. They're really healthy and valid and they deserve to be explored. Um, human beings are wired to make sense of this world that we live in and we can tell that because right from childhood we we start asking questions. That's true. Uh, we, you know, um, my wife Sarah and I, we have three children. They're all in their teens now, but you find that as a parent, your children are always asking why and it sort of starts when they're toddlers when they first begin to speak and that kind of why <laughs> why yeah and as a parent you know you at times you know the answer and you give the answer other times you've got no idea why um and you don't know the answer and other times you kind of the answer is just because i said so and um yeah. you know, <laughs> questions and you know in the stuff that we'll talk about the questions that we'll raise even the questions that we volunteer to raise um, we appreciate that we don't have uh, all of the answers. Sometimes I think we, we do have some answers. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we will hold our hands up and say, we just don't know. There are things that still remain a mystery and we'd be, um, be, be fools to say otherwise. But um, in the answers to the questions, we want to be fair. We want to try and explore and understand different perspectives, but we will ultimately give an answer that kind of conveys a Christian perspective. And uh, just to say this as well, we are not experts in any particular field. Um, and so we don't proclaim to be so, but we do want to yeah. at least raise questions, um, bring questions out and talk about them because I think it's really important that we discuss things and talk about things together. And just Definitely. to say, we won't always get into the depths of some things that you might like, but if you ever want to get in touch with us, if you ever want to um, take the conversation further or if we can help you in any way, find out more, then we'd love to hear from you. So. So just to encourage you to do that, get in touch with us if you if things pique your interest or there's things you want to talk more about. Absolutely. And the reality is most people aren't experts on all of this right. stuff. And, um, you know, for us, it may not be that we're experts, but I think it's fair to say we've considered these questions and we've thought about them. And that's what we just encourage everyone to do. You don't have to be an expert to have an opinion. Um, yeah. But the important thing is, is that you've at least considered your opinion. And that's where we really want to just um, come in and say, hey, these are these are the opinions that we've thought through. This is where we've come to. And uh, just give you the opportunity to do the same and so about like how how do you start off <laughs> what question you're going to ask yeah so absolutely so what have we gone for mike what's our so question number one of 21 is why don't people believe in god anymore you know, even within the group of people that I know, friends, family, acquaintances, there's a huge amount of different views, whether it's people who would be completely atheist and say they don't believe in anything, people who are agnostic and have some sort of view and belief, but they don't really know what they believe in. They believe there's something more than we can see, but what is it? And then there are some who would take on particular philosophies or different religions. Um, there's loads of different uh, beliefs and understandings. But I think it's fair to say that at least in people's opinion, people don't believe in God in the way they used to anymore. Mm. Yeah, I mean, 
for us, we obviously do believe in God. We know lots of people who believe in God. Um, and I think if you maybe boiled it down to some of the reasons why some people struggle with the concept of God and why they might be um, agnostic or even atheists, um, I think I think it kind of boils down to three major things. I don't want to say that this is every reason, but I think there are three big reasons. Um, and we just want to chat a bit about those together uh, today. So, so the first one I believe that's a kind of a big, big one is around suffering and evil and chaos. Um, you know, the question is if if God is real and if He's all powerful and all loving and if He's good, why is there suffering? Why is there chaos? Uh, why is there evil in the world? Um, surely, if God is real and if He's the God that you say He is, He wouldn't, for example, allow an innocent child to suffer. Um, he wouldn't allow abuse to take place. He wouldn't allow uh, somebody who's good to suffer an early death or to or, or to live a life but but die in suffering. And and we look around and we see atrocities. We might look around and see chaos in the world. Or we see evil uh, go unpunished. And um, and to therefore ask that question is really, really valid. Absolutely. Um, in fact, I think it's probably a question that should bother people who believe in God yeah. or who don't believe in God because um, it's, it's, and, it, and it's an age-old question and it's something that has caused many people to, uh, to question their belief in God or if they believe in God to question how God allows that to happen. So I think that's a really valid question and a valid point. The second one is... Um, is the one around science and uh, advancement and enlightenment and sort of post-Renaissance, that surely advances in science and enlightenment uh, have disproved the existence of God. You know, what um, uneducated, simple, uncultured people believed was God has been proven that actually in the end it was science. And to kind of take a broad view, you might say, you know, you, people worship the sun as God, but now science yeah. has shown us the sun isn't a God at all. It's a big ball of burning gas. Yeah. It's the center of our solar system. There are many stars throughout the universe, and the sun happens to be at the center of the solar system in the galaxy of the Milky Way. And that's kind of an ego. It wasn't God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's so really fair because, I mean, science really has disproven some uh kind of faiths and thoughts you know that that yeah. is the prime example of of something that science has proven wasn't yeah. true but yeah. i think sometimes all of those kind of religions or thoughts get thrown into one mess so because science has proven that the sun isn't a god mm -hmm. therefore there can't be any god yeah. um, and that's actually not where science has taken us necessarily absolutely yeah and then i think within that then is doing this whole thing and, and therefore in a sense um, humanity doesn't need a god because we have science, we have education, we, we're advancing, and um, human learning, advancement, betterment, technological advances, and all of those things—they they are the answer. We don't need God. We've, you know, Nietzsche. You know, God is dead. We, we don't need him anymore. And so you've got suffering, you've got science, and then the third the third one doesn't begin with S, but it's about—it's um, <laughs> kind of the the thing that's that's pointed at religion a lot is religion causes more harm than good. Essentially, you know, like yeah. Uh, religion has been the cause of wars, and, um, of atrocities, of mistreatment of, of, of peoples. Mm -hmm. uh, and therefore, how can a, a religion or a church group or whatever it is that professes there to be God act so badly? And it, and, it, and tied in with that is the kind of this hypocrisy. You know, you, you say you're good, but actually you're not. You know? mm. And I think those yeah. three things are leveled um, towards God, towards faith, towards Christianity and other religions. But yeah. But, 
with Christianity and, and I think the legitimate suffering, chaos, evil, um, science has disproved God, enlightenment, we don't need him anymore, and then the damage caused by religion. Yeah. And obviously there's there's probably loads more reasons that people yeah. may list that Definitely. for reasons they don't believe in God or um but I think these are a great place to start, these three, because like you said, even Christians, I think, have these questions. Even people of faith yeah. would would not necessarily have their heads wrapped around all of the answers to these things. Absolutely. Um, and so to start on these three, I think would be great. So do you want to pick up a little bit on suffering and chaos and evil and start there and, and give us some of your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I reckon in the next three to four minutes, we should be able to put this thing <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we will come back to these. And just to say, yeah, that, a bit of an introductory one, isn't it? So we, we're yeah. not necessarily going to go deeper. I was going to say drill down. But I just don't yeah. like it. <laughs> we're going to um, we'll look in more depth at these, I think, individually. But but just to yeah. least kind of say, we, we're going to touch on them today and, and then come back to them. So hopefully that will pique your interest for future ones. But yeah, um, you know the, the suffering and chaos one, as we've already acknowledged, is a, is a really valid, very interesting question. And um, um, I suppose one of the things to do, firstly, to an atheist, is to turn that question back and say, well, um, if we're all here by chance, and if we're all just part of this evolutionary process uh, that we're in, then surely you just got to accept that's how it is. Yeah, um, you know, we 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 were, we were kind of came about by chance. Um, evolution, genetic advancement, it's, it's kind of, it, we're in that process that's taking, we're heading to oblivion essentially. And so yeah. why does it matter if there's suffering anyway? Surely that question is completely invalid. Yeah. Um, and therefore there's no good, there's no bad, there's no indifferent, there's no value to life. Um, evolution essentially demands the survival of the fittest. We're here, then we're gone. We just kind of happen to pop up. We're very lucky to have popped up and yeah. somehow disappear into nothingness again. And, and this is all just part of that process. And we've appeared in this 14 billion year um, thing that started and that will continue however long it takes for the start for the sun to explode, you know, whatever happens. <laughs> yeah. Or we wipe ourselves out. Yeah, that, absolutely. So it's almost like um, our our existence is is purely material, is purely natural, and and therefore suffering is just how it is. Yeah. Um but, but I the think fact we even asked that question, exactly, it, it just shows that we're not satisfied with that as an answer, surely. 100%. I think it's like the fact is we do struggle when we see evil and, and, and it's not dealt with. We do struggle when we see unjust behavior that's not judged and dealt with properly or punished. Yeah. Um, we do. There's something within us that wants to protect the vulnerable, uh, to alleviate pain, to, uh, to, to do all of those things. Um, yeah. you know, the fact that there's love in the world um as well as hate and and those 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 two ends of the spectrum I, I just think it's got to cause you to ask the question and maybe it's because actually there is it's proof that there is a god <laughs> yeah 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 and that um we want justice we want to love we want good because actually within us there's this moral value that essentially doesn't matter if we're just part of an evolutionary process but instead we've been made by a god who's made us in his image and he's loving, he's good, he's just, and therefore yeah. that's in us. Exactly. Um, and that's where we have to be consistent with our argument, right? If we're going to blame God for all the bad stuff, 
we've then got to say, well, surely he's responsible for the good things as well. Surely, you know, the sun shining and the crops growing should be celebrated as much as the tornado or the the natural disaster that that seems to ruin so many lives without explanation. One can't be leveled against God without the other being um, kind of giving to him in in credit. Um, uh, And so when you when you talk about evil and suffering, you've also got to kind of bring into that the the balance of all the incredible things that happen yeah. and and actually for the majority of people in the world who benefit like the, there's very few people who go through their entire life purely in suffering and pain and it does happen and it's horrible when it does and again that's yeah, why this absolutely. question is so valid but actually the majority of us really benefit from the good things that happen in our lives yeah absolutely and i think one of the things criticisms are leveled that christians or, or theists people who believe in god is um, you're attributing all the good stuff to God, but you're not yeah. what about the bad stuff. And and the flip side of that is <clears throat> you can't just say, oh, look at all this suffering. God isn't real and not acknowledge that actually there's a lot of really great things in yeah. our experience and in life as well. And yeah, you're absolutely right. And therefore that those two sides of the argument should be totally acknowledged and and, and, and recognized. Yeah. Um, and I think that the fact is that uh, for Christians, the, the the challenge of suffering and the question of suffering because we believe in a in a loving good and all powerful God, yeah. And um, at least one one of the things I believe it has done is it's motivated us and motivated many Christians. And it's not this isn't just Christians that have done this. I want to put that out. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> but but there's certainly been a huge number of Christians who have pioneered things like hospitals uh, to help provide medical care, hospices to help provide end of life care. Mm-hmm. And, and provide for those who are in need uh, charities and uh, that, that have impacted not just our our own uh, country or our own communities but have gone into all sorts of different parts of the world where we've acknowledged that there's suffering and so therefore i believe many of the great philanthropists and social reformers of our of our time have actually been christians they've been the yeah. people who've been the pioneers of abolishing the slave trade or the pioneers of um providing hospitals or nursing or whatever it might be yeah. because there's a reaction to that that says, well, we're here not just to sort of point at the suffering and say, God, you're not real, but actually I believe God has put us in the world to help begin to address that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, we talk about Sunday school, you know, as this kind of um, Christian education that people get, but actually that started with a Christian saying, it's not right that all of these children are being put to work at such a young age. Yeah. Um, and so, you know what, on a Sunday, we're going to bring kids into the church. We're going to give them an education. So this yeah. isn't how things have to remain forever. And that's the basis for free education in this country for, yeah. for all. Um, and so there's so much like that that can be leveled to this this belief that God loves people. He loves the world. And yeah. so because of that, I'm going to reflect that in the way that I behave towards the world. Absolutely. And I think that that whole thing of God um, isn't aloof from our suffering either mm-hmm. um, and wants to come and, and address that and, and, and reach out to us in that, which is why he sent his son Jesus. That's the heart of the Christian message. Yes, absolutely. Christians have also been in that. I'm, I'm here to get my hands dirty. I'm here to get into the mix yeah. and to alleviate suffering when, when I see it. Um, and, and, and also there's this, for every for everybody, whether you believe in God or not, the, the mystery of evil. Yeah. Why is there evil in the world, you know? And and I think, I think the fact of the matter is, um, it is a mystery, but it is. I don't believe that evil is permanent. I don't believe 
that it will last forever. I believe it's it, it's it's begun and it will bring come to an end. That's part of the Christian message and the Christian hope. Yeah, judge evil and judge sin and bring suffering to an end. There is an end point to it, which atheism would say uh, it's going to go on forever. Yeah. Um, but, but there's an element of it where I think because it was never meant for us to be uh, part of our experience, it will always, we'll never actually be able to make sense of it. And for me, that's in yeah. as well, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and this is one of the common misconceptions, I think, about Christianity is that, um, and, and maybe from our own doing a lot of the time, you know, because I think people can pretend like everything is rosy and yeah, you know, bright all the time. But Jesus, when he came into the world, like he models with his own life that suffering is something we will experience. I mean, if yeah. if the Son of God Himself endures what He endures, then why would we think that we won't go through that? But no, actually, right. God yeah. never ever promised a painless life. He no. He actually promised the opposite. You know that in this world you will have trouble, but take heart because I've overcome the world. Yeah. And He acknowledges pain. He acknowledges suffering. Um, but actually his great desire is for us to walk through that with him because we were never supposed to do it separately. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when we as human beings experience pain, suffering, sadness, betrayal, you know, all the things that Jesus experienced, he yeah. shows us that actually the way to get through that is to be in relationship with our heavenly father, yes. um, not to try and avoid all those things because they're almost inevitable. Yeah. Um, but that we we're never designed to go through them alone, and that's how he models that he gets through those things is Absolutely. is in that relationship. And so we don't want to create this idea that being a Christian saves you from all of that and delivers you from all of that, and that you never have to experience anything bad if you're yeah. a Christian because that's yeah. not the Christian message. Um, it's not the biblical message. You, no, the Bible is full of people crying out to God and saying, "Hey, you're not seeing what's going on here." You know. Yeah the injustice, the suffering, the, the, the challenges that we're facing. So it's it's something that is, is an age-old thing that we've grappled with and we will continue to grapple with. And God is uh, God is very happy to help us work through that, I believe, rather than... And there's two options, you know, when bad things happen, is either we we, 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 we kind of withdraw from God yeah. or we, we lay hold of God, you know, we get closer to God. And I think mm -hmm. I think that that's what suffering produces in us. But suffering does produce that, you know. Yeah, it does. It so does. That's that's. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about that. I think at a later time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, it's worthy of podcast on its own. A question on its own. It's definitely. Um, so what, the second thing you talked about was science um, and the, the yeah. kind of objections that science brings up to to faith and Christianity and the existence of God. Do you want to go into that a bit more? But yeah, because I think one of one of the things that really. <laughs> I'm quite a laid back person. One of the things that bugs me is when people put this contradiction, this, this they, they put these kind of two camps. You're either in the, the God camp and the faith camp, or you're in the science camp and the Yeah, it's not fair. The <laughs> camp. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or the naive, slightly stupid, you know, airy fairy believing in God camp. And and uh, uh, I, I really I really struggle with that because I have no issue with science. I think science is fantastic. I think it's fascinating. I think the discoveries that we've made are mind-blowing, aren't they? You know, yeah, they are. About, um, the ability of man to explore his world and, his, and the universe is phenomenal, and it, yeah, for me, that's, that's part and parcel of how God has made us. He's made us to be inquisitive. That's how we, we started this whole yeah. the beginning. And and also to say this, many of the modern, uh, you know, the, the pioneers of modern science have been fierce, so men and women who believe in God or Christian yeah. men. So Galileo, Newton. Kepler, Maxwell, to name a few. And um, there's a quote by uh, a guy called uh, Werner 
Heisenberg, who yep. was a German uh, theoretical physicist, and uh, he said the first gulp from the glass of natural sciences will turn you into an atheist, but at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting for you. <laughs> I love that. I really like that. The first gulp from the glass of natural sciences will turn you into an atheist, but at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting for you. Yeah. And for me, science, in many ways, um, will, will prove the existence of God. I think one of the challenges with any uh, data that you get is that your perspective can still cause you to view that data in a certain way. It will still yeah, definitely. shape your views in a certain way. I, I remember once listening to or reading something that talked about um, bl uh, blood cells found in the bones of, of dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the opportunity was to say, well, isn't that amazing how long blood cells actually last, that they are you know, millions of years old because dinosaurs are millions of years old. Or the other thing is, no, we know blood cells only last so long, therefore maybe dinosaurs aren't as old as we thought. So yeah, yeah, you've got the same data but two different views because they're already entrenched in a from a certain viewpoint. And yeah, um, and for me, I think that's that's really important for us to understand. Um, but I believe that science will point to the existence of God. I have no fear of science whatsoever. And no. I believe many men and women who are scientists genuinely wanted to uncover stuff and discover stuff they're not trying to prove any belief even i think they just want to learn and, and, and understand things yeah and yeah. i mean that's the thing about science as well is that it's never gonna um it's never gonna take us to a place where we know we no longer have to have faith because we've proven god because it's really clear from the bible that god wants us to have faith in him yeah he he, he desires for us to take a but but it's not necessarily a leap it's a step of faith towards him yeah. to say hey looking at all this evidence yeah, there must be a God. Yeah. Um, and therefore I'm willing to take that step and say, even though I can't prove it hundred percent, the same as we can't prove most scientific theories, let's, let's be real. You know, a, a lot of these scientific things are called oh. theories for a reason. Especially because um, you know, the cosmology of, and you know, the stuff around the big bang, you know, which yeah. was, a, which was a disparaging comment by the person who didn't believe in that. He believed in like, things being in a kind of consistent state and used that as a slightly derogatory phrase. Okay. To come up with it and it's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah you're right it's um there, there's loads of things that are still up there they're, they're scientific theories that have been presented as 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 truths yeah in a postmodern world actually that usually challenges truths for being absolutely yeah that's probably I mean, another podcast in itself as well to be fair <laughs> and i think yeah i think with with science it's um it's not only about answering questions but it's also answering the right question yeah. So I think science, uh, I will answer the kind of the, the how, yeah. but I don't think it always answers the why. So it, it, yeah. it's sort of, it, it, you can have a, I think there are many things about the, the whys, the why question, going back to where we started at the beginning. Yeah. You know, the why am I here? Yeah. Um, you know, what, what, what is this all about? Where am I going? And, and, and the why question. Science answers the how I'm here maybe in some ways, but it doesn't answer the why, the, the purpose behind it. And the purpose behind life, and um, you know why humanity is the way that it is. Um, we can talk about our biological makeup, and we can sort of try and address ways that we've how we've come to be, get to this point through evolution or whatever else. But it doesn't really give us the why. Hmm. Um, and so I think it can answer some questions, but it doesn't answer the question fully. Yeah. And and I also yeah. think that the the honest assessment has to be that as advanced as we are scientifically and technologically. Yeah. Um, as, as advanced as we are in many countries and nations, there is still a huge disparity of 
poverty within the world. There's still yep. a huge amount of dis- injustice in the world. There is still a huge amount of political um, and re- religious and racist atrocities in the world. Yeah. And therefore, we have this what was described, you know, in, in, as a what led into postmodernism was this myth of progress. Yeah, yeah. But in spite of all of this seeming advancement, we haven't got anywhere really in how we relate to one another and how the world is. You know. Yeah. And in two thousand years, you know, since over two thousand years since Jesus is walking on the earth. Yeah. And and you you think of all the science that's happened and all the advancement and because we talk about Jesus so much as Christians, I think sometimes we can forget, um, even as a society, how long ago two thousand years was. Yeah. <laughs> but in all that time and all the history that's passed, and yet we're still quoting Jesus' teachings as some of the like the pinnacle of yeah. moral um, teaching throughout all the world. You know, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Turn the other cheek. All these different teachings. Yeah, can do to you, yeah. Yeah, and what what has science contributed to those kind of things? Sure, not a lot, seemingly, yeah. because in two thousand years, nothing has really changed. People would still argue those things yeah. as the, the pinnacle of morality. Whether it's always lived up to or not is a different question. I think moves us on to kind of our our third point because I, I think the the third point you talked about the. Uh, the damage caused by religion in the church is a really fair critique for people outside of the church to say, well, look at this Um, and not just the church. I think religion in general. Um, And it's interesting because this argument isn't necessarily about God himself, but it's the people who would claim to follow him, believe in him. And so if those people behave like this, Mm. how can, how does that reflect on God? I suppose could you yeah. could you touch on that and bring out some? Yeah, and I think there's validity to that because I believe the church is here to reveal and represent yeah. God, represent Jesus, and therefore um, should be held to account for what it does. Yeah. As, um, however, I think um, the fact of the matter is, religious groups, churches um, are made of people. People make mistakes. Um, no, nobody is perfect. No Christian should, would ever claim to be perfect. Or is that? Um, <laughs> um, and there are lots of things that have been done in the name of religion that actually had nothing to do with religion at all. That you know, the religion, uh, the religious element of it, was an excuse. Um, yeah. And and therefore they were much more down to political or nationalistic or tribalistic reasons rather than religious reasons. But uh, yeah. that's not to dismiss what has been done in the name of religion at all. Um, mm. And I think religious groups need to hold their hands up and recognise that and, and learn from that. Mm. Um, but for me, I, it's, uh, it's it's not just about looking at religion per se. I, I don't believe you can look, um, write everybody off because of that. Yeah. And actually, I think <clears throat> what you need to do sometimes is before you judge Christianity, firstly, you need to judge Christ. Yeah. Uh, and what I mean by that is, as you described, look at Jesus, look at his life, look at what he said, and 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 for me, that's the that's the first point of coming to faith it's not about looking at the church it's about looking at christ and then you become part of the church and i think that's where you that that's where things can change and and i believe the church should do the work of christ continue the work of christ but but i think firstly it's don't don't just write jesus off because you don't like what you've seen because of what's been done in the name of christianity every person should rightly explore firstly who christ is and what he did definitely and it's important that we then, um, again, like we said earlier, level the same 
uh, criticisms against other things. You know, we don't write off science because people have developed weapons. You well, know, you look at the science. Atomic bombs. You know, exactly. The, the science that went into that. That was, had, had good intentions. And yet, you know, but you yeah. don't say all, all, science, all scientists are bad. You're absolutely right, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Some of the most incredible advancements in science in modern times has become has be, has kind of come on because of world wars yeah. you know the medical advancements that came on because of needing to treat that those kind of injuries and mm -hmm. the the things that we saw but we don't not go to hospital and not engage in medical science because it was developed in in a time of an atrocity you know um and it is important that we just be fair in our critique of different aspects um mm -hmm. because otherwise we 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 do ourselves a disservice by pretending that we're being really valid and balanced um yeah. if we're not yeah absolutely. Um, absolutely and and ultimately i think this i believe it i believe that people are, are wanting to see an authentic church yeah uh, they're wanting to see an authentic expression of christianity um and where that hasn't happened i it, that's that's sad and and i think that's you know there are absolutely. people who need to acknowledge that that they've not they're not done what they should, but but I believe that that doesn't, as you've said, it doesn't dismiss what the church is, doesn't dismiss yeah. what Christ has done, it doesn't dismiss the reality of God. Um, and in fact, again, you know, you talked about Sunday schools becoming the foundation for free education, um, but the church is here to do what Jesus did. It's here to, yeah. you know, heal the sick and broken. It's here to feed the hungry, to help those who are in need, to mm. challenge religious hypocrisy, actually. Yeah. And to bring God's words, his truths, his laws, his, um, you know, his, his overarching, these overarching moral principles that I believe are hardwired into us anyway. Yeah. Uh, in, in the world around us and, yeah. and, and lots of other things as well. But, Amazing. Yeah. Well, um, I think we're probably going to about to tap into 30 minutes if we're not careful. And we said in about 20 minutes. So um, let's leave it there for this week. I think, um, uh, thank you so much everyone who has been a part of yeah. watching this and I really hope it's been helpful and our aim really is just to tackle some more of these questions to get into it have an honest and open conversation and we really hope you'll come back to to see some of the other podcasts that we're going to put out some of the other episodes um so this has been the first episode of 21 questions we hope you have enjoyed it thank you for joining us thank you rich for everything you've contributed to today and uh, hopefully we'll see you next time yes great.